Welcome to episode four of FountainCast, a bi-weekly podcast brought to you by the Fountain Hills Chamber of Commerce, striving to be your one-stop fountain of information regarding local business news and community happenings. I'm your host, Paige Lawrenson. Hello, Fountain Hills, and welcome to episode four of FountainCast. For today's episode, I am so excited to be sitting down and talking to Audrey Roulette of Little Caesars, a successful local business owner who recently was recognized by her company with the Pizza Pride Award. Right after her interview, make sure to stay tuned as we hear from Sean Clayson of Vindicor Pest and Weed, who is going to be telling us more about a great way to network and grow your business in Fountain Hills. Let's get started. With me now is our local Little Caesars owner, Audrey Ouellette. Audrey, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Paige. It is a pleasure to do business here in Fountain Hills, and it's a nice opportunity to have this to speak with you today. So before we begin, can you please tell our listeners a little about who you are, your history with business ownership here in Fountain Hills? Sure. My husband and I, in 2006, decided we would become Little Caesar franchisees. At that time, he was working for Little Caesars. And we thought this would be a great opportunity for us and our future. Uh, We signed a franchise agreement that said we would develop three stores in the next five years. And today, I'm glad to say 12 years later, we own and operate 12 stores within the Phoenix, Mesa, Queen Creek, Fountain Hills area. So I wanted to have you on the program after hearing that you and your husband were recently honored with an award from Little Caesars. Can you tell us more about that? Sure. Little Caesars every year has their annual business conference and where they recognize their uh, franchisees for their accomplishments throughout the year. Several of the awards are truly about your operations and we were blessed enough this year to be nominated for the Pizza Pride Award. And the Pizza Pride Award is really about how we do business and that we live the brand. Um, We were thrilled to be nominated. On Tuesday, we just got back from Detroit. It was Little Caesar's 60th anniversary. So we had a very large conference this year and and we, we won the prize and we won and it's made us very, very happy. Well, congratulations to you and Hervé. It's definitely, you know, a success to hear you guys win, and we're very proud to have an award-winning chamber member with us. What does receiving this award mean for you and your business? It validates our daily operations. We'd like to believe that we operate great restaurants all the time. These awards are not given out willy-nilly. People go out, secret shop the stores, They want to make sure that it's just not a one-hit wonder when they come in. So over the last several months, different secret shoppers have been into all of our stores. um, And that's how we wound up winning this. But to my husband and I, and to our director of operations, Mark Anderson, and to all of our managers, we truly told them, you won when he sent out the message on Tuesday. You guys do have a very nice staff. I've been to your Fountain Hills location before, and everyone's always so friendly. So I can see why you guys would be honored with this award. We have a brand new manager there. He was just promoted last month. Tristan Carroll has been a shift leader for us for several years. He's coming up every day from Mesa, and he's so happy to have the opportunity to run this store. All right. Well, I bet 
our listeners and yourself can probably agree that success does not happen overnight. You said over, was it 12 years that you've 12 grown? years. What do you think has been the key to becoming not only successful franchisee owners, but overall success business person over the last year? In the beginning, we were very, very hands-on. My husband managed the first two stores. The first store, he didn't have a day off in the first six months we were open. Uh, my job at the time was I kept my job. I kept the job I had where I went to work every day so that we'd have insurance, so we had a paycheck just in case this didn't work out. Um, in time, it certainly has been about hiring good people, having faith in our people, and allowing them to do the things that they're good at. And my husband, you know, we divide we divide and conquer. He takes care of the leases, he takes care of the building, I take care of the people. It definitely is a full-time job. Yes, it is. <laughs> More than nine to five. So this is something that I wanted to talk to you about, just kind of letting people know how much that you do do for your business. I feel like sometimes people might think that a restaurant like Little Caesars is a nation chain owned by big type of business, which is entirely false, correct? Correct. Um, Little Caesars has both franchise stores and company-operated stores, like many other restaurant chains and businesses you know, in the United States. And people have a tendency to think, oh, that's a big name, the McDonald's, the Subway, the Little Caesars. But in many cases, we are little businesses. Um, that's why I like the shop local programs. It is about keeping your money in your community. It's about keeping your sales tax in your community. It's about keeping the money and employing the people in your community. Yes, we may have brand recognition because we're Little Caesars. And whether you go to Mesa or you go to Flagstaff or you're here in Fountain Hills, you should get the same product. But it's not going to one big corporation. It's going to some local business person who is operating their restaurants. I'm very glad you got to clarify that because I want people to know that it is you and your husband, you know, local people doing their job, not just, you know, some big company coming into Fountain Hills and kind of taking away that small shop local vibe that people really like here. So I feel like it's a good segue into the next question about how you've always been involved in the communities that you work in. What do you think is the most rewarding thing about being a small business owner in Fountain Hills? I kiddingly said that in the first six months that we operated in Fountain Hills, I knew more people in Fountain Hills than I knew in the 13 years I lived in Mesa. The people in Fountain Hills are exceptionally friendly. Um, it is a nice small community. When you're a business owner and you can be here and you can talk to the people, I'm very involved in the chamber. That certainly helps. I get to know more people that way. But it's you know, it's our school activities. It's the fundraisers that we did. It's the, you know, we have Caesar Man. If Caesar Man's going to go out and make an appearance somewhere, um, it's all about it's all about giving back to the community. Of course, yeah. And I mean, I personally know Caesar Man. He's at our community expo each year, so it's always fun to have him. And you do the fun little breadsticks, which everyone totally guzzles right up. So, um, I mean. I definitely know how you're involved in our events in the community and you're there at the fair helping out at all the art festivals at the chamber information booth and you're on our board so you're definitely someone who can talk about being involved in the community outside of your business and we thank you for that. You're very welcome. We really believe it to be part of the community we need to be involved in the community. Totally. So before we wrap up I did want to touch on something and I'm I'm sure that not everything you do for your business revolves about around winning an award or being recognized or noticed, 
but do you have any advice for someone who is maybe looking to take their business to the next level? Maybe a promotion or expanding their business like you guys did with your stores or maybe starting a new business venture? I think you have to remember that you need to be present. You have to be part of it. You can't be an absentee owner no matter what the business is because it'll get away from you. Uh, at Little Caesars, you know, our core values are that we provide a value product, a quality product, and a convenient product for our customers. You need to know what that is that you're going to go after. Whatever your business is, what is the niche, what is it you're trying to be? Because you can't be everything to everybody. All right. Well, there you have it. I did have one very serious question. What is your favorite thing on the menu? <laughs> Three meat treat. I love the three meat treat. We have great products. We kiddingly always say that crazy bread is the world's biggest band-aid. You can fix anything with uh, crazy bread. And our Italian cheese bread is like our little, you know, crack. Once you start eating it, you can't stop. But my personal favorite pizza is the three meat treat, pepperoni, sausage, and bacon. Oh, well, sounds so yummy. I bet this podcast might send a few of the people over there to get it once we wrap up. So Audrey, congratulations on the big win. It's an honor to have someone like you and your husband as not only involved chamber members, but also involved business community members here in town. Thank you so much for being here with us today on FountainCast. Thank you very much, Paige, and thank you to the citizens of Fountain Hills. We're so pleased to do business here. Our second guest for today's episode is none other than Sean Clayson of Vindicor Pest and Weed. Not only is he involved member of our chamber, but he is also a member of our Elite Leads program. Sean, thank you so much for being here and welcome to Fountaincast. Thank you for the opportunity, Paige. I appreciate it. So I know you have a lot to say about Elite Leads. You're very involved. But first, can you tell us a little about yourself and your business? Absolutely. So I moved here uh, by way of Chicago, like half of the town, back in 1996. So I've been a resident since then, and uh, been a part of the industry for about the last nine years, and been a member of the chamber, I think it's been about six months. Very cool. Well, we're glad to have you in the chamber, and then also here on Fountain Cast. And thank you for telling our listeners a little bit about who you are. So for those who may not know or have maybe heard a little bit about the program, can you tell our listeners what the Elite Leads program is all about? Absolutely. The Elite Leads group is about chamber members from different lines of businesses getting together and discussing successes and different opportunities that they're having within their business. So it's a good way for us to learn um, how to refer each other to each other's business as well. So it's been a great asset. Yeah, of course. And I... A few years ago, I went and sat in on some of the meetings, and you guys do presentations on what you you offer. So if people say, hey, I am looking for someone to take care of some pest problems I might be having, they'll know how to refer you, kind of say what services you do, things like that, correct? Absolutely. Very cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So each week we have a different speaker so that we are able to learn and speak more intelligently about each other's businesses. Yeah, that's great. You know, you don't necessarily want people saying the wrong thing about your business. You know, they may might think one thing, but it really is another. So I think that's really cool that people are interested in each other's business so they can help you guys get those leads. As a business owner, how do you think being involved in Elite Leads has impacted your business? I'll be honest with you. The Leads Group has impacted it quite significantly. Um, I'm pretty fortunate to where nobody likes bugs. So it's pretty easy for me to get a referral out of the group. But on the same token, 
I kind of joined it to learn how to refer custom, my customers to other people within the town and kind of keep business local because everybody here in Fountain Hills loves keeping it local. Yeah, of course. That's definitely something I've I've learned over working here for a few years. You know, people do love that small town shop local feel. So this is the perfect place to have this type of program. Absolutely. Well, it sure is great to hear more about how this program has impacted you and your business. But for those who are possibly hearing this and having their interest peaked, what would you like to tell someone about why they should think about joining the Elite Leads program? Just do it. <laughs> um, no, in all seriousness, uh, just have them come and visit and check us out. There's there's just a great team feeling. Uh, everybody's in it for the same reasons. So if you want to grow your business, learn more about other businesses here in town, it's just a great opportunity to do that. All right. Well, you heard it from Sean. Just do it. So leads programs and groups, it's not necessarily a new networking model popping up around the business community. But I do want to ask you, what do you think is unique about this type of program within Fountain Hills? I think that's twofold, Paige. So first, you have it to where it's only chamber members. So you don't have just anybody from anywhere trying to come in and lock in a spot. The second thing to that is there's only one person from each line of business that's allowed in the group. So you're not going to have competition within the group itself. You're there to really support and help each other out. You, you hear someone in town say, hey, I saw some scorpions. Who should I call? It's not you competing with another bug person in town. You're the one that your group will refer to. So it's a really strong way to get those leads recommendations, correct? Exactly. The whole point of Elite Leads Group is to get involved with a group of local business people who know, like, and trust you. What do you think other people in your group have gotten out of participating in the Elite Leads? I think it's just that. I think it's being able to learn about each other, build the relationship, and trust them so that when you do refer them, you have some backbone to it. You have a reason why you went out to dinner with them and their family, or you had them over at your house and trusted them you know, to come in and do work. Or Exactly. All right, so if anyone's listening who is interested in learning more about Elite Leads, you can always check on our website. We have plenty of information there, or you can go ahead and talk to Betsy. She works with our members, and her email is Betsy, B-E-T-S-Y, at fountainhillschamber.com. And before we wrap up, is there anything else you want to say about Elite Leads? Don't question it. Come visit us, check it out, and just do it. Now, Sean, thank you so much for sitting down with me and hopefully inspiring some new faces to take place in our Elite Leads program. I truly enjoyed learning more about it. I wish you and Rick Halsting of Edward Jones good luck in handling the morning group, I believe. We are. Absolutely. Good luck, and thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Paige. I appreciate it. And with that, we are going to put a close on episode four of FountainCast. One last time, thank you so much to both of our guests. I hope their commentary sparked inspiration and interest for our listeners to work hard and put themselves and their businesses out there. Don't forget, new episodes of FountainCast are available every other Friday, so our next episode will be released June 14th. If you like listening to this podcast, make sure to tell your friends and to subscribe, rate, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to submit a topic for the chance to be featured on an episode of FountainCast, please email me all of the information to page, P-A-I-G-E, at fountainhillschamber.com. As always, I'm your host, Paige Lawrenson, and until next time.